That would be hilarious. Okay, we got a memo podcast back for the second week in a row. We said we'd be back, and we are back. And not only are we back, we are back with the whole dang squad. We got Zay, we got John. Roland is coming. He's just having some technical difficulties, but he is on, and it is me, Michael. We are back for the second week in a row. We're going to do the same thing as last week where all of us is probably going to have something to talk about, just like one topic, um, just because, you know, like I said, we missed so much. There's not much going on, just some newsworthy stories we want to bring up, but uh, we are going to start with a topic that has been pretty hot recently. The Washington Redskins are changing the team name. Nike has pulled Redskins merchandise off. FedEx Field said, said threatened something. I don't remember what they threatened, but they threatened or they did something to say you need to change the name because obviously FedEx Field is where they play. I think like Amazon and eBay have taken Redskins merchandise merchandise down. Moral of the story, Washington, D.C.'s football team needs to change your name because they are hitting owner Dan Snyder where it hurts, right in the wallet. Um, disclaimer, we are not making this political in any way. It's I was telling these guys, it, it's kind of fun. Like how often does a team, a new team come up? How often does a team change names? So like what? team name could they have um so we're just going to talk about like the be- maybe the best options you've heard uh option you like the best uh what do you think the team name should be um do either of you want to start i have no problem starting if you guys want mine's the dumbest so i think we can get it out of the way okay <laughs> uh, mostly because it doesn't really strike fear to the hearts of your opponents uh the delegates Yeah. John Gets was the best lame option I could come up with. Yeah, so Roland, you just hopped in. John's name for the Washington Redskins is the Delegates. And John, I think it would make sense if they changed their like team to DC Delegates. That would make more sense. Um, Washington Delegates. I you know, I I agree with you. It doesn't really like strike intimidation. Um but not bad. Like, I, I pulled up a, like, just CBS Sports, like, the best options. And it, it runs the same path as, like, senators, Americans, you know, generals, whatever. Definitely doing, de- definitely doing that, like, political theme for sure. But, all right. I agree with you. Like, you can't do the capitals. You can't do the nationals because those are already team names. And Monuments. <laughs> The Washington Monuments. And the logo is just the Washington Monument. <laughs> one big <laughs> So this, this one's... I'll go next. This one's hard for me because, one, I'm from New York, so, like, I don't really know the area um, or, like, anything, like, sp- specific about Washington. They've always been the Redskins to me, but with that changing, I've been reading up on it, seeing a lot of tweets on it. Um... And this is not original by any means. 
But I, I personally like the Washington Red Tails. Um, th- for those who don't know about it, it, there was actually a contest a couple years ago, and this one won, but it pays homage to planes flown by Tuskegee Airmen, an all-black squadron of fighter and bomber pilots who fought in, fought in World War II and were the first black military aviators in the U.S. Armed Forces. Um, so one, it, it keeps with, like, America, right? And as this article states, you don't have to change the throwback R logo. Like, it still works. Or you could just have, like, this cool World War II-type plane. That's my vote. Uh, what do you guys think about that one? I like it. I, I, I think that's probably, like, of all the names I've seen, that's probably the one that's got, like, the most traction. Um, Definitely. And I think it's, I mean... You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, history and a big fan of, uh, like, you know, military history, as John would know, <laughs> um, from our, our classes with Dr. Cohill. Um, so I think it's pretty cool. And, you know, it's kind of woke, I guess you could say. Yeah, def- um, definitely woke. Um, right. But, we're not, we're not trying to be political, you know. I I like it because right. you know, it it I think the logo could be cool. I do like what it stands for. I regardless of what's yeah. going on, like I I still think that's like a really good thing. So that's that's why I would go for it. And also, I'm not creative enough to like just think of a new name. And so I basically had to see like so what's like what's been thrown out there and that was my favorite, and I agree with you, Roland. I feel like right now, if they had to choose right now, this would probably be it, but who knows. So I'll say um, mine's kind of similar to that, but so my joke one was since it's FedEx Field and FedEx was the one that requested the name change, um, well, I guess started it, but it should be Washington Packages, <laughs> I, I know. I know they change like stadium names all the time, so it's probably not going to happen. But no, my actual one one uh, was, and I've seen this a lot of places, but the Washington Redhawks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. I mean, it's a little similar, but um, I've seen that one come up a lot from people saying that they like that name too. I'm kind of, I mean, I get why they would do it to keep the, I don't know, but it makes sense too with Washington. So, well, I mean, I like Michaels personally. I think that makes the most sense for the team itself, but I wouldn't, I also wouldn't mind the Red Hawks as well. Yeah, Could you imagine the, uh, the Washington team, unnamed Washington team, gets a sack, and everyone in the stadium yells, get packed. You could be so clever with packages. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, uh, Zay, I mean, you can't, with Red Hawks, you, you really can't go wrong with, like, that generic, like, animal, yeah. like, hawks, like, hawks, like, falcons, eagle, you know, like, seahawks. That's, that could be yeah. the only, like, you know, there's the seahawks, would you want the Red Hawks, but... It's like the University of Miami, Ohio, 
right? They're they're the Red Hawks. Um, yeah. But you know, can't go wrong with that generic predator mascot. You like the mascot would be easy. Like boom, piece of cake. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, one of the ones that I think honestly like makes the most sense. Um, it's kind of boring in terms of like rebranding and everything, but like it's going to save you the most money. Um, like you're not going to have to you know try and hire teams to you know, design team to try and do all new logos and all this stuff. I think that, like, just straight up changing the name from Redskins to Warriors um, is, I know it's another popular option that I've seen quite a few times. Um, And it's got the alliteration, Washington Warriors, pretty cool. Um, And, um, you know, you... The only thing I would do is if you decide to keep the face logo, you know, just kind of... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's gone. Off of it a little bit. Uh, but I really think that one of my favorite Redskin logos is that spear. Yes, love that. And, and yeah. I think it looks so clean on a helmet. So, I I mean, that's that one and the Red Tails have been kind of the two that I've, like... If they do something else, then I don't know how much I'm into it. Um, I would, you know, be kind of into if they could find something, you know, similar to, like, the cap, how, like, the Capitals are and the Nationals, you know. It's just like a, you know, kind of nation's capital type vibe. I, I think that's okay. Like, I'm on board DC Delegates. Yeah, that, I mean, like I said, I had kind of thought about that one when I was trying to think of names and stuff. And Washington yeah. Monuments. <laughs> um, and another one I saw was um, like the what was it? It's like the Hogs or something like that. Yes, Hogs. Which was like uh, I, I guess it was like the nickname of their offensive line back in like the eighties or something. Yep. And, like, there's still tons of fans that wear, like, you know, pig noses and pig skin yeah. stuff at the games and all that. So I thought that was another kind of neat one because it, you know, pays homage to the team's history, not just, um, not just American history. So, yeah, Roland, well, first off, I am right there with you on that throwback helmet with the spear. Like, that... <sighs> That is, like, honestly, one of the best, like, logos in all of sports. Like, it is just so good. I love their throwback jerseys. Um, going, the second thing is I did uh, go, just think of one, and you kind of mentioned, like, Warthogs. And the reason I say that is because, yes, you could have, like, some insane, like, I'm just thinking of a mascot, right? Like, you could have some insane Warthog with, like, big fangs, right? Like, you could pretty make a pretty badass Warthog. But, like, when I hear Warthog, my first thought immediately immediately goes to the A-10 Warthog, those bombers, with, like, the, yeah. uh, like, the paint that you usually see. It's just, like, that the shark. You know what I'm talking about? It's, like, that yeah. shark design. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when you say Warthogs. 
and it has like the alliteration of like Washington Warriors, but Washington Warthogs. Um, that's the first thing I thought of. And then if you wanted to keep the throwback logo, like could you do like Washington like Tomahawks? Like is that something wrong? You know what I mean? Or something like that. I don't know. So many options. Well, yeah. See, I don't think that like necessarily having a team named after Native Americans is really bad. Like when people are like talking about, oh, should we be changing the Atlanta Braves and like the Cleveland Indians and stuff? Um, it, like, there's nothing in that name that suggests that it's derogatory. The problem with the Redskins is, I mean, it's just it's a derogatory term right. for Native Americans, you know. Right. So, like, I, I don't think that, like, Indian people, or not Indian people, um, that, like, having having the team name still, you know, kind of revolving around that theme is necessarily a bad thing, which is why I think the Warriors is, like, almost like a no-brainer, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's like, you don't even really have to change anything except for the name right there on the front. Right. And maybe your helmet logo, you know? Right. So... And it still pays tribute to the Native Americans, which is, you know, Dan Snyder and all them have, have said for years that they don't mean it to be, you know, derogatory. They mean for it to... Uh, like a thing know, of, a name to, of honor. Yeah. yeah. So. Any last notes, guys? Because on this article, and there's, I'm sure there's many articles, but... These are the ones on the list of the article. Braves, Hogs, Red Hawks, Senators, Americans. I like That's good. Senators is cool because Washington Nationals, had, there were former baseball teams that were the Senators. Okay, okay. I don't know that one. Um, Americans slash generals slash other military names. Bravehearts, Warriors, Renegades. Roland, you hit that one. And then... Red tails. So I feel like we kind of hit most of the bases that have been brought up. And I, w- I really wonder, like, how soon they'll come up with it. Because I'm really interested to see, like, what they come up with. Slash, will they change their logo? What will it look like? All that stuff. I think it could be really cool. Um, yeah. And they definitely have a ton of options. They want to get it done by the season right i'm sure i'm sure they do well i mean the the, think of how much merchandise they'll lose or money they'll lose just from not making sales on t-shirts hoodies and hats and everything because everything's been pulled off yeah that's a good point let me look up and see they need to do that soon then yes I'm i'm sure let's see i'm just trying to see if there's stuff on Okay, there is stuff on like NFL shop. It's just Nike it's, as far as I it's know. It's just Nike and I think Amazon did too actually. Let me check real quick. In the meantime, while I do this, uh yeah it looks like everything like if you just search washington redskins the only stuff that is selling seems to be like from users so like nothing like that you would see on nfl shop or nike or anything like that yeah okay 
Amazon did pull it. Okay. Um, I want to start with the uh, my topic or what I want to talk about because it just came out today and it's still related to football. But the NFL has banned the jersey swap at the end of games. Right, so if you if you don't know, what some athletes would do is after the game, you know, you'd swap jerseys with someone from the other team, someone you respect or think is the best, and you want to switch jerseys with them. A lot of players like to collect these jerseys, but the NFL has banned it because of you know COVID and coronavirus and all that concern. But I just think it's dumb because if you're gonna let them play and like have direct contact with each other. But you won't let them swap jerseys like that. It's just it's just so stupid. Like you could literally have worse or like more or a higher percentage of catching this disease in game when you're just like smacking up against each other, blocking, sweating on each other. Like like and, and then you won't let them change jerseys. Like then don't let them play the game if you're that concerned about it. Don't let them play the game. They're just... It's like a money thing. And I think it's just so dumb. I think it's so stupid to even ban it. Um, and I'm sure players will still do it. Like, you could literally, like, drop a jersey and, like, be like, I'm, I'm, I'll toss you my jersey. Or, like, hey, drop it and just walk away. Like, it's so so stupid. Did they ban it just for this season or forever? I don't... Let me look that up. But I'm, because sh- I think I'm pretty sure if you did do a jersey swap, you were charged x amount of money. No. But I could, that could be wrong. But let me let me see. Mm. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, it says teams would be forbidden from interactions within six feet of each other following games. Stupid, and. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of other protocols because of COVID, but that's it doesn't say whether it's just for this season or forever, okay. but I'm sure it's just because of the pandemic. That's that's what it seems like to me. It's they're saying because yeah. of the pandemic you can't do jersey swaps with. Just doesn't make sense to me. So, Cuz if you're not going to let them do that, if you're not going to let them get within 6 feet of each other after the game, then why would you let them get within six inches of each other during the game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and each apparently each jersey swap costs five hundred dollars. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. So that that was my topic. I just think it's really, really stupid to ban that. Hey, man, Pat Mahomes could pay that for the whole league with this new contract. Dude, Pat Mahomes can literally... I don't know how that wasn't my topic. For those who don't know, Pat Mahomes signed a, a 10-year, $500 million contract. Uh, I think 476 how much is guaranteed like 470 it's a crazy amount 
If he gets injured, he gets $140 million. Pat Mahomes could literally give every American a million dollars and still keep, like, 200 for himself. Think about that. All right. Someone, someone else go. But isn't, isn't that crazy? Each American could have a million dollars from the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes could still have $200 million. Wow, when you put it like that, like, I've seen, like, the breakdown of, like, how much he makes a minute, and it's, like, the minimum wage in some states, uh, but... Isn't it something it like, like 90, that, I mean, $96 a minute? Is that, that can't be right, is it? Uh, I'll look, I'll look it up, it like, I'll look it up. Someone else go. I mean, he makes like nine bucks a minute or something like that. I think I think that is correct. Well, let's let's roll into that topic then. Since we're talking about it. A dollar sixty per second, ninety six per minute, five thousand per hour, a hundred k per day. That is crazy. All right, who's next? Sorry. I think that uh, I don't know that provides like a good contrast for something that has stuck out to me have been um, the MLS's back tournament which is started yesterday in Orlando um, but not just that but not just the MLS's back tournament the NBA is also there in the Disney ESPN complex and their food is the cafeteria food. And I understand the what struck me the most, and something I understand is how you know contained and how safe it has to be, how distant and whatnot. Um, but I'm really interested. I'm interested to see after this is over to hear about the stories and the videos and the footage that will be released from their mandated quarantine. Um, yeah, which I think is necessary and important. I'm not denying that. Uh, what's also interesting is that teams in the MLS had asked for FC Dallas to withdraw from the tournament because so many of their players had gotten confirmed cases and um, which I think is yeah really astounding because to be asked to leave this tournament um, uh, is great and but still means I'm excited to watch some good old MLS. Alexi Lawless says uh, Nostra which is like it's our thing. It's not perfect. It's not the most popular league, but it's American. And we love it. So I didn't realize that the MLS was back slash we're also in Orlando. Yep. I wonder why. Do you think they just picked Orlando because there's like so many hotels and they can like isolate there? Like, I don't, you know, like, I guess, I don't know. And I think maybe the hotels, um, I feel like it's got to also be something to do with facilities different all these different fields all these different centers and spaces maybe the weather 
Florida, yeah, the weather. Pusaka, Disney or Florida, Florida just offered them a good price. Yeah, it's just interesting because like Florida is one of the states where the cases are rising. So, but I obviously there's there's more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised the NBA picked Orlando. I don't know. Like I, I feel like Orlando just wealthy. What's that? Is there an is there an Orlando yeah. basketball team? Yes. Yeah, there is. I just I don't know. It makes sense for soccer, cause, but I don't know NBA. You could I don't know. Anyway, um, so I'll just I'll go into my. It's kind of t- talking about. So I'm I was just mentioning earlier about the NHL starting up. I think games start August first, so which I'm excited about. But how I. I don't know if they've officially announced it yet, but they're sending all the Eastern Conference teams to, I think it's most likely Toronto, and all the Western Conference teams to Edmonton. And so all the players and teams will quarantine in those cities um, and play games. I think they're going to play like three games, a, not a team, but like three different games a day. Um, so it's going to be... Um, once August comes, a lot of hockey. Um, but the interesting thing is having this long break, and this goes for the NBA too, this long break, all the players that were injured at the point um, of when the season ended to now, those players had time to rest and heal and get back in shape. So I think it makes for the an exciting playoffs because everybody should be healthy. Um, I know, like, the Penguins have their top winger with Crosby is back. He was injured. He had um, shoulder surgery, so he's back and healthy. So it just makes for an exciting playoffs having all these players back. Zay, is it do, – does the NHL, is it going straight to playoffs, or is there, like, some regular season games beforehand? So it's going straight to playoffs. They they let in more teams than you, they usually do, mm-hmm. uh, just because of you know bubble teams that could possibly could have gotten in. Um, actually, I think they're they're letting in twenty four teams of the thirty, so only six didn't make it. Um, so they're having like qualifying round and then first round. So um, yeah, so straight to playoffs. Cool. I like that. Playoff hockey is awesome. So. Yeah. Roland, what do you got for us? Uh, I mean, you guys kind of took all the all the topics so I was kind of thinking of. <laughs> Dang. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm just uh, interested to see like how all this, you know, all these sports that are that are about to come back, I'm, I'm really just interested to see, like, how they're going to work logistically. And, like, um, also, oh, here's something that I was going to mention, um, is some of the, some college football uh, seasons are not happening. Like, the Ivy League suspended all their games, and... Um, the Big Ten is only doing conference play, um, so that'll be 
I guess even college football is not safe from this. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how how that whole thing kind of works out because, you know, you have all these different conferences and stuff, and it's already hard enough. Like, people give the, the, the college football playoff committee team flack enough as it is when, like, we have a normal season, and now you have to base it off of, you know, uh, like teams that, that are only doing conference games um, or, you know, some teams or some conferences might not even be playing. So that that's going to be another thing that I'm kind of keeping my eye on, you know, because it's already July and August is right around the corner. Um, so... Yeah, you bring up um, two good points. One, for the NBA, these next two weeks before, like the season starts like July 31st, I want to say, but these next two weeks will be very important for the NBA because right now all their players are in Orlando. They're in the bubble. So like in theory, for these next two weeks, like no one should be sick or anything. So if in the next two weeks there's like no outbreak of cases in this bubble the nba should be good to go um so i'm sure nba officials teams coaches everyone even fans are paying attention because you know if if something happens in the bubble like nba is done for the year you know everyone's there it's over um but roland you bring up a good point because uh what some people might not realize about college sports is that Football funds everything at these schools. So assistant ADs, grad programs, grad assistantships, even some sports like Roland, you you swam at the Mount for like schools like these big SEC schools or Pac-12 schools, Ivy League schools. Football literally funds swimming, tennis, golf, soccer, literally everything except basically football and basketball cost the schools money but football brings in so much money that they are able to fund and pay for all these programs and scholarships and coaches and training staffs and all that stuff so if college football doesn't happen if college football season is you know shortened or no fans or any like any loss of money will have huge effects because i'm pretty sure like it came out Stanford has cut several sports programs because of this. And that is something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Most people want college football back because I want, I want to watch college football. I love college football, but I don't think they realize for nine, every other sport in the school, except for basketball is a hundred percent dependent on football happening at those schools. Yeah, Michael, uh, Stanford cut 11 athletic programs, uh, including wrestling. So this was just from a a swimming reporter. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they were saying, you know, watch out, swimming. Beware. I know Akron cut their men's cross-country program. I'm not sure if that one got reinstated or not, but because I know one big running program cut their team only to take it back after a big outcry. Um, 
Dartmouth is cutting men's swim, men's and women's swimming and diving. So the pressure is on, and I can't even imagine on track and field athletes. Okay, so here's what I found. The programs that were cut were men's and women's fencing, field hockey, lightweight rowing, men's rowing, co-ed and women's sailing, squash, synchronized swimming, and probably the biggest two, men's volleyball and wrestling. Um, that... Well, men's volleyball is a big one. Yeah, especially especially on the West Coast, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, there's this is a CNN report saying the impact could be seventy million dollars over the next three years. It's gonna get rid of two hundred and forty student athletes, twenty two coaches, and this says all the teams set to be eliminated in twenty twenty one will compete in the twenty twenty through twenty twenty one academic year if they're allowed to. And the programs will transition to club sports afterwards. The school said it will honor any athletic scholarships and contracts of affected coaches. And affected support staff will be given severance pay. So that is big. Wow. Yeah, that meant, you're right, Zay. Men's volleyball, to me... I mean, I played volleyball, so I I think yeah. it's bigger than most people might. But that, especially at Stanford, like that's a yeah. West Coast, it's big out there. Yes, especially for men's, because if you look at like just schools that have volleyball, there are much more women's schools than men's programs, and most of the men's ones, especially the big time men's ones, are on the West Coast. California and BYU, with exceptions of, I want to say, Penn State and Ohio State. Big. Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, anyone have any other topics they want to bring up in the meantime? If not, we'll cut it. Because we did This it. one was uh, made me laugh. Unfortunately, maybe it was awful. Uh, Noah Lyles, who's an American sprinter, yes, uh, ran in a virtual meet, a virtual Diamond League meet, so against people across the world. Uh-huh. Uh, from my understanding, I may be wrong, but I'm not wrong about this. He crosses the line of a 200 meter race in 18.9 <laughs> seconds. Okay. <laughs> Usain Bolt's world record is 19.19. Yeah. And the 200. All right, not accurate. We all learn, the world learns, that Noah Lyles accidentally only ran 185 meters. <laughs> That's so funny. It was 15 meters short. That's funny. Is Noah, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, John, Noah Lyles specializes in the 200? Or does yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. So he's not like, he's not, does he run the 100 as well? He was planning to in the summer at the Olympics, so uh, I will assume he's going down there, but primarily focuses on the two. That's interesting. Because normally... It's, re- you- it's really funny to me. I'm like, you're a 200 runner. Shouldn't you know? And he was like, ah, it wasn't in my normal lane. That's funny. Because normally you specialize in the 100 and you carry that to the 200. Yeah. 
Interesting. All right. Zay or Roland, do you got anything else? Uh, quickly, we could talk about this like maybe the next time. But like, what's what's stopping college athletics from just moving all fall sports to spring? Well, first thought is I'm going to focus primarily on football because yeah. that's the big one. It would be interesting because the way the season works out is like college football season ends. If you're going to prepare for the draft, you have three months to prepare, right? Yeah. But if you, if you move the season, let's say it starts in January, would the draft move? to accommodate for that change, thus changing the NFL's off-season program. Because the NCAA and NFL, like, they're not really connected. The only thing they have yeah. in common is the players. Yeah. The only the only argument I'd say to that is don't have the month off between the end of – month and a half off between the end of the season and national championship. Just go straight into the – college football playoff and uh, the bowl games uh is there a month and a half off really well end of December and the games are in January and the games end beginning of December right I guess it's about yeah, a month yeah I, I think you are right yeah Army Navy is usually the last or well, is the last college regular season college football game, and they, that's usually the the first week in December. Yeah, and that's the that's like the only game on that Saturday too. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess you're right, Zay. It's like a month. I don't know. I think it could be done. I think I've already heard people talk to about moving college football to the spring. Yeah, I think but, the, the biggest thing would be how it would affect draft-eligible players. Because yeah. if you think about, it, like, draft-eligible players, like, train for the combine. Like, combine shape and football shape is very different. Yeah. Regardless of whether you think it's better or worse to be in combine shape or NFL shape, but... Yeah. And because, yeah, like... Yeah, that would be an issue. Because the NCAA doesn't... isn't linked with the NFL, I think there could be some issues... And the NFL is probably not going to change anything unless it is beneficial for them. And to be honest, the NFL probably likes being the biggest sport in the fall. Like, if you think about it, the NFL basically controls the news sports news cycle all year except for, like, normally this time of the year between... Uh, rookie mini camps and OTAs and training camp. What if yeah. what if they just got rid of the combine? I mean, how much does that really affect a, a, a coach's decision? I think the drills not as much. Like, here's here's what I think the combine is important for. To physically see in person every like most of the prospects you're considering, but also those uh, having all those prospects there to have the medical and more importantly the interviews. I think that's the biggest thing with the combine. 
and to like have them in that like having a zoom you could do like a zoom interview theoretically but i think having them in the room is something that the teams really value mm-hmm. yeah I think it could be done though. I oh I agree. NFL just has to budge on a few things, but. And I feel like with all this going on, they're not gonna budge. Yeah. On, on things that uh, aren't gonna Effect make them more system. money. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a thought. It's definitely a good thought. I'm sure it's something college football has considered. But you'd have to get every program in the country to accept that change. I feel like most would accept, though, if that brings in the money. You're probably right. But, I mean, even now you see Ivy League canceled. Yeah. Like, what what if the SEC goes ahead with their season, but... Like as normal, but the Big Ten only does conference. Like it's just just so many moving pieces that you'd have to get yeah. everyone on the same page. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So definitely something to keep an eye on, but worry not. We are weeks, people, weeks away from sports, more professional sports. Um, I've been watching some more. Uh, European soccer. I've watched Chelsea play. Don't remember who they played. I just know that Christian Pulisic scored. Um, Crystal Palace. And then I almost watched FC Barcelona play yesterday, but I forgot to put the game on. And the golf is going on. So more sports are coming. And as more the more sports are played... We got a memo podcast. We'll be there to talk about it, and uh, I'm I'm surprised we didn't mention it. But I'm pretty sure preseason is two games. Is it just two games now? Preseason just two yeah. games. So yeah. uh, changes are happening, but we'll keep everyone up to date as best we can on what's going on, and we will be with you as we hope that seasons come back and that people follow more rules and cases go down that we can have sports again so tune in next week we'll be back again with more to talk about hopefully with all of us here until then we will see you later